obsolation is a thing. Yeah. Sorry. And other games come out and other content comes out and she will just... Oh, I just want to make sure it was the cat and not yeah, the no, chair. Because no. I could hear her muffled. I wanted to make sure it wasn't yeah, the chair no. underneath me just crumbling. She'll, she'll eventually just like settle down and... Any thoughts? No. Would have been amazing if she just meowed then. Yeah, I know. Would have been so good. Hello, folks. Welcome to the podcast, the only podcast. It's Hey Brew. If you've not heard the show before, it is the show where we drink a beer and tell the kind of story that you tell in the pub. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike. I haven't done that for a while. I was going to say it's been a few weeks it's since been a we've uh, been in the quote unquote studio, the aka my home office. Yeah. Uh, um, Life stuff, I think, yeah. is, is the umbrella term I'll, I'll throw over that. A little bit of work travel, a little bit of spicy cough action. A little bit of your cat having a moment. Yeah, some 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 personal uh, stuff. And then a little bit of a beer festival. Was so, a, that was quite a lot of a beer festival, to be honest. Yeah, it was. It was a time was had. It was large. And I'm sure we'll get into it shortly. We absolutely will. Well, <laughs> actually, maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that's all nice we do. Segway. Gabs we went, was on. We went back to Gabs. We did indeed. I I don't remember the last one I went to. I think I don't remember the last like hour well, of it. <laughs> no, well, that also might be true. I couldn't tell you with certainty which was the last Gabs I went to. I also don't know when the last one was. There was one? One last, last year? year? Yeah, I remember that coming around and me being like, nah, too sketchy on big gatherings. Yeah, did I go? I did go. I thought you were on the fence, but ultimately didn't. I could be wrong. Anyway. No, because it was the one at um, Jeff's Shed. Not at Carlton Exhibition Center. Right. And it was okay. Yeah, I really like the exhibition building for that. So it's so fun. I, I got to say, it might be just because it's returned to form, but it was probably the best one in a few years. Dude, it was, it was so good. Yeah. I th so, okay, so I think the last time I went to one was maybe 2019. Oh, boy. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, 2020. You didn't go last year and the one before that was gone. Yeah. Um did you say pandemic? I did. There was a little bit of pandemic at the time. It was a bit. It got a bit. Got a bit pandemic in the in the twenty twenty. Uh, but yeah, it bloody look, monkeypox. Like as much as I think it's still a bit touch and go in terms of large events, that could have been Gabs twenty nineteen, and I wouldn't have blinked. Yeah, like there was nothing about that that really felt different to what I remember Gabs being. Well, there's one major difference. Mm -hmm. No Ferris wheel. Yes. What the fuck? But in terms of like, you know, people were being pretty respectful of space, but there wasn't like an over abundance uh, of masks, I'll say, which did, like, I was still trying to be yeah. careful with that sort of stuff. But I'm still uh, a mask in shops kind of guy. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, it, it, it felt pretty pretty loose <laughs> it's just good to be back there wasn't oh, it, it god wasn't nice. I, I remember like so we found a table upstairs near the near the food um on on one side and this this was before you and i had met up for the evening yeah and then i think when you walked up i basically just went how fucking good is gab's though <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, there was a palpable excitement and booze in the air yes and i was maybe two paddles in yeah, it's at that point. Yeah. yeah good stuff yeah but yeah, all, all all the good systems are back. Get the get the paddle right on it with chalk, mm -hmm. pay wave. None of this. I remember one time oh, it was like the Christ. weird little wristband at one point too, which I had to oh, load yeah. with currency and then pay with that. Christ, then I forgot they, about that. Yeah, then they just cut out the middleman at some point. We're like, fuck it, pay wave. Yeah, what a weird time. That yeah, was. such a good idea. Um, but yeah, uh, God, it seems like 
and we've spoken about this before, every gab seems to have a theme, mm-hmm. right? One year, it was all peanut butter and chocolate stouts. Yep. Uh, this year, it seemed the domain of bizarre sours. Yep. And, you know, some some crazy dark beers here and there, but everyone's always doing that to a certain extent. Yeah, I think for the me... The sours were all over the place, man. Yeah, I was going to say, I think for me that that's the, that's a bit of an Achilles heel is that sours I think people are making sours now with a weird in mind mm. because they're like well people are going to have a shot of it yeah rather than being like I'm going to make a sour that people actually want to drink and I think that that last mm. year was really bad for that yeah I, th- I think though that can go both ways because like I was there with people that aren't as into beer as you mm. and I are and I was able to say to them like hey tr- go and try this I had it it's great but you only need to drink this much of it it's not like yeah. you're not committing to a full pot or a pint or anything that's a fair point um so you do it is a bit easier to go and try a whole bunch of weird shit well that's it and i think that's why they produce a lot of the weird shit is because mm. they know people aren't gonna be coming to the pots and the pints but yeah. um yeah i think i think this year i had um a couple of breweries where i went i'll get a taster of everything right and me and my partner or me and my husband um teach oh, yeah. um <laughs> just did like a taster of everything um, I did that at Aether Brewing yeah. and Guilo, and both of those were yeah, like a, absolutely I had, phenomenal. I had a few Aether drops in my paddles, but I didn't actually go and yeah. see them. Man, they were so good. Yeah, I've I've uh, picked up some some new breweries to dig more into, but the problem is like I got so caught up in the moment, I didn't like keep track of what I was drinking, and now I'm who, trying to recall them. It's like when you go to a music festival, like who did you see, and you're like. Well, that bands. So, so we used to go on like. But also, you're drunk. <laughs> well, we we used we used to go predominantly on the daytime sessions, right? Yeah. I think this is the first time we've done a Friday night. I've never done a Friday before. Yeah, good good atmosphere. Yeah, like we. I think we used to go the Saturday day session, right? Yeah, it sounds about right. And that was always like a pretty chill vibe. You, it felt like you had more time to like maybe take notes and keep track of what you're what you're having. I wonder um, if it's slightly longer. Maybe, but something about that that Friday night session, and also it was like opening day. It was yeah. fucking hectic in there, man. Yeah, you Such got a good it. Time. It was just like da 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 da. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, shout out to my boy Alex. Uh, he won a pie eating contest, which was two meat pies from yeah. Pie Thief, like a minute and a half. That is good work. Yeah, dude's a machine. He'll he'll put it down. Um, and they gave him a free paddle. Yeah, sick. But also, it took them so fucking long to organize the eating contest. Uh, it was supposed to be at first, I think, a burger eating contest, and then they couldn't get burgers, so it became a pie eating contest. And then it took them like an extra half hour to find the pies. Uh, and so it was like getting close to closing time by the time he went to get his free paddle. It was Christ. actually weird. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. What what a, what a, what a spectacle! And it's 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 good. These things are back. I'm very yeah. happy. Yeah, I didn't do Brewers Feast this year, which I do every year. So. Yeah. It's nice to do gabs. Yeah, man. It was oh, such a good time. I think the 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 one there's a couple I can remember for sure. One of them was like it was a Coca-Cola sour and it, I had that and the vanilla Coke sour. Oh, the, that's what it was, with vanilla Coke sour and then there was like a couple that were like bright blue and bright green and they had like watermelon and weird fruit and shit in. It. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck is going on?" But I love it. Yeah. That that's my kind of gabs is like I'm enjoying the beers. But my predominant thought is, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. That's it. You have a shot of something weird yeah. and a pot of something good. Yeah. And then we we finished up there uh, paying patronage to our to our dear friends at Inner North. Always. Um, they were very happy to see us. 
we hope. <laughs> well, they're very nice about they it. Way. They recognize us, and yeah. you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny going to something like that and running into people that I I used to see a lot when you know we were going to places like in an author bunch, and then being like, oh fuck yeah, I, it's just like random friendships that you build up just through beer stuff. Yeah. And we haven't been able to go to pubs and stuff. So I, I ran into a couple of colleagues yeah. there. It was, yeah. Uh, very strange. But yeah. Man. It's nice. Yeah. And then we went to a pub afterwards and it was all kind of blurry from there. It was a bit. I think we only got like I think what, we only got one drink there, in yeah. and it was closing time. I, I, I think they saw us and were like, it's closing time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, being any pub within walking distance of where Gab's is. I'm surprised it you, wasn't more full of Gab's people. Well, to I reckon they would have hit a bunch of people I heard, overheard wanting to go to the Catfish and then probably people just went into town. We went to Catfish last year because they usually do a tap take over there. Yeah. My Christ, that was blind but that was always the thing that i used to really like about us doing that day session is you know it's 11 a.m till what like five yeah and then you've still got the rest of the night and if you pace yourself well you can you can just keep going i remember one year we were out until like probably midnight and we were still going but we were just like you know just steadily i'm trying to remember it It i'm pretty sure that's when we got got those hsps on smith street Vague. At the end of the night, we, yeah, we for some reason put on Scottish accents when we ordered them. I oh, know, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, we, we were obnoxious. Let's move past that. Um, <laughs> did you have? Uh, hey Jimmy, do you have a? Did you have a favorite beer of the of this session? Yeah, I, th- I think that vanilla Coke sour because yeah, right. Because I read the description and then I drank it and I was like, this is exactly what i wanted it to be yeah the other one i don't know if you had it was a hawaiian pizza sour no i did not have that what the fuck so i don't think they could have better encapsulated the flavor of a hawaiian pizza in a beer like down to being able to taste what the bottom of the crust would have tasted like you know it's been like slightly toasted from a wood fire pizza um and then like the pineapple and like yeah it just something about it you drank it and it was like okay maybe because i've heard the phrase hawaiian pizza sour i'm primed to think that but it it was pretty accurate it was surprisingly good so i'm just thinking about what i'm going to get on the way home for dinner and i'm going to get a hawaiian pizza now because yes. i've not had a hawaiian pizza in forever yeah i'm all about them they're banging they're so good pineapple belongs on pizza baby yeah specifically well, that one i, I don't want to say belongs because that implies it should always be there but no, i'll say it all pineapple it all ha- pizza it has a place on pizza yes. and if you're the kind of person that wants to be like, no, pineapple should never be on pizza. Just let people eat food. Fuck off. Oh, oh I've got a um, slightly controversial opinion, unbelievably, mm-hmm. in that if you're the kind of person that has an opinion on pineapple and well, whether or not it belongs on pizza, fuck off. Get, yeah, a, get a personality. Yeah. You're boring. Yes. Where were you 20 years ago when this stopped being funny? Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that when I was on Tinder, if I saw someone uh, mention it, I would immediately just swipe left. Like, I don't care your opinion. Yeah. It's not funny. This is not good stuff. <sighs> Not good podcasting either. No, it's um, not. Uh, your beer of show, if you can remember. Um, probably there was a creme brulee. Um, yes, I did. Amber have, ale, I, I think. Ha- from, I had that. I remember creme brulee standing out. Yeah, from from Aether. That was amazing. The Guaylo stuff was all really good. I don't think I had any of this. Um, I had uh, their Vegemite chocolate one. Oh. Vegemite chocolate stout. It Interesting. Was fantastic. I can see that working. Because stouts sometimes get a bit close to gravy and Vegemite goes great in gravy. Well, Vegemite is a beer byproduct anyway. I know. And chocolate is delicious. And also, have you ever had the Vegemite chocolate? I I think I tried like a couple of bits of it when it first came out and I was like, this is dumb. 
shit, shit is good. I ate a whole bar of that stuff quite happily. I, I, I don't think I disliked it. It's just confronting. Yeah. I'm going to get some of that for afters. I don't think they make it anymore. I'm going to make my own. Yeah, I guess you could. That sounds like it'll you, So what you want to have is a Vegemite Nutella sandwich. Now? Mm. Yeah. I didn't, but now I do. I think I might have those. I actually had... I, I, no, that's not even worth talking about. <laughs> that's just... Right. Okay. It's just... <laughs> Otherwise, any interesting brews going on at the moment? Um, I had the, uh, what, which fucking brewery? Uh, was it Dayton that did all the Star Wars ones? And they did the, the Chewbacca Big Chewy Red IPA? I've got a couple of them in the fridge. Yeah, I got that off a recommendation from the guy at, at Purvis. Because um, nice. I, I, I was walking in and just like getting something because I was going to, going to a friend's place. I knew what I wanted and, was, and I just asked him for recommendations. Like, what are you into at the moment? I don't know what I want. I've got my cold ones that I'm going to drink straight away. Yeah. Um, and I, want, gave, I want a spicy one. Yeah. He gave me recommendation of the, the Chewbacca noise. I thank you. It's spelt with a lot of R's and W's and G's. Um, it's actually a scene girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he also gave me a recommendation for the beer that we're going to have today. Smashing. Yeah. Well, before we jump into that, I'm just mm. going to tell you, I've got a can of the um, Millennium Falcon from Holgate, uh-huh. a can of the Chewy, and a oh. can of the Dark Lord oh. from oh, Dayton. I, oh, okay, no. And I'm going to get... Oh, no, not that one. Because I've got the Dark Lord IPA yeah, from... from uh, arrogant Bastards, guys. Who are they called? No, it's not. Stone, is it not? No, it's, a log- it's Australian. I think it's Hawkers. Oh. I've got it in the fridge. I'll show you later. All right. <laughs> but I'm going to pick up the Super Trooper in, uh, New oh, England. Yeah. You're going to watch Star Wars? Yeah, I'm going to watch all three of them. I'm yeah. just going to sit Wait, down one day and just watch all three of them. Phantom Menace onwards. Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously. All three trilogies? Yeah. No, I was just going to watch the first three. <laughs> I was just going to watch New Hope. Okay. Uh, Post Rush Back in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm going to try and get them in the 77 cut. <laughs> Good luck. You can torrent them. Right. I mean, there are legal ways to procure them. Hey, all they had to do was be better than free. More convenient than free, rather. I was going to say, better than free is free. Well, yeah. Cause yeah. That, that, that I'll was, pay for them. That, yeah, that was the argument when Netflix started blowing up. It's like, look, the reason piracy is going down is because this is what people wanted. I was talking about this literally in a presentation recently at work. Mm. As soon as Apple made it easy to buy music, yeah, people, people stopped pirating music. Yeah. They didn't stop. I didn't well, stop. Sure. But like, it decreased. Yeah. So, yeah. Release the 77 cut, you fucking cowards. Cash equals convenience. George, George give us what we want. <laughs> I was going to say, George Walt, Lucas, suck my dick. Walt, give us what we want. From the grave. Yes. Wave your zombie hand and make this real. He's uh, in cryogenic uh, stasis. That's not a joke. He looks like I was gone mad then. Yeah. Walt Disney was cryogenically frozen. Is he still? I mean, presumably, because the point is to... Well, I just didn't think we'd really figure that technology out. You basically just keep a body at, like, I think it's at minus four degrees. Huh. It okay. just stops degradation. Yeah. And then the point is to reanimate. Yeah. It's not one of those ones where it's like, keep me in a coma until you discover a cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's keep my body on ice until you discover reanimation. Cool. I'm looking forward to Zombie Walt. I'm looking forward to their follow-up Meteora. <laughs> that's, Shall, a, that's a joke for like three people, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Yes. So what do we have today, Michael? So. Which I've never called you. You have, as a joke. and then Michael you... Jeffrey Cut is what it's all short for. <laughs> yes. My, Michael Cut, Jeffrey Cut. <laughs> what is happening? 
Um, I've got beer. Oh. Would you like one? Oh, um, go on. So from our friends at Hawkers, uh, I say friends. Five of our friends at Purvis. We haven't met. Uh, I've, I've it got, seems nice. Yeah. I've, I've got, for us, the Time Machine, uh, which is an Imperial India Brown Ale. I've been in a time machine. Have you? Yeah. What kind of a time machine? I got in my car and a 40-minute journey turns around an hour and a fucking half. I'm over here. <laughs> Good. Um. <laughs> it wasn't where I was going with that, but that's very contextual, no. so I just ran with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big old brown ale. Let's uh, crack it open, I think. Tis, tis the weather, I don't isn't know, it? I don't know what else to say right now. Let's ba- just... Bang it into my gob face. Well, via a glass, but, you know, that's up to you. Should we taste this beer? <laughs> <laughs> Done you. <laughs> yes. Everybody hates you. I'm going to put this time machine in my mouth. Well, that is. Mm. That's doing something. Mm. See, now I'm used to brown ales being that kind of like hearty, toasty, biscuity kind of thing. Yeah. But I think because of the higher alcohol, it's an imperial brown ale. Mm. There's, a little, bit, there's a little bit of a sweetness to it almost. There is. And I would say it's a little bit hoppier than I would normally expect from a brown. Mm. Um, but it's an India brown ale. Yeah. So. No, is it? Yeah. Imperial, it Imperial. Indi- Imperial India brown ale. My God. They're doing so many things. Yeah, they really are. Well, yeah. that is very new and very different. That's delicious is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, that is top notch. Okay. So the, the blurb on the back of the can kind of points to them doing like a a, th- a throwback to brown ales but trying to you know zhuzh it up a bit for for more modern times um uh my favorite being um throwback to the era where pretty much everything in the house was inexplicably brown yeah fact yeah an ongoing thing for me is whenever you see a car from the 70s and it's that shit brown color and you're oh, like, yeah why did yeah. they paint them all that I color know. i know yeah that is the unofficial color of the 70s yeah pretty much it's that and like orange yeah those two colors together like everything looks like caramel and toffee yeah yeah now i kind of want quality mm. streets mm. god i'm hungry as fuck yeah so some contests i've had food poisoning the last few days oh no um <laughs> so i bought some discount some questionable meats i did i yeah. bought some discount meat when i went to the iga the week the other day sorry. discount meat and I was discount like, meat in the streets Prime meat in the sheets. Wagyu in the sheets. There you go. Um, A5 Wagyu Miyazaki. Um, anyway, and um, yeah, it was like, goes off on the 5th, this mince. And I was like, it's the 6th. You know, it's not ballooning. The mince still looks fine. It's still pinky red. And I'm like, it's not did going you, brown or anything. Did you give it a sniff? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Chucked it in a bolognese. Mm. Sick as a dog for two days. What else did you put in there? <laughs> like what else can make you sick uh, yeah like, no, fair point um, so yeah slimming is what I describe uh-huh. it as. so I've still got loads of it at home in a yeah, container you, yeah, which I need to throw out but yeah. I'm like I need to go to a wedding soon crash diet oh, don't what was the point that. we were making uh, oh I'm really hungry That's yes it. anyway this really tasty delicious I'm getting because it's that India brown I'm getting it's closer to me to a little bit like an English IPA yeah okay I don't think I've because, had many of those at all. Well, because it's got that like, darker malts than a regular yes. American IPA that we're used to. Yes. Um, but it's also got the... The hoppy. The hoppiness. But the then hop- it's dialed up to 11 because it's 8%. Yeah. Fantastic. This yeah. is really tasty. Yeah. Shout out to Hawkers just continuing to do good just stuff. knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Just quietly destroying it. Yeah. And just like, it seems like being a bunch of good people while they're at it. 
Yeah, good eggs. Yeah. Good beer. Now I want eggs. Oh, I mean, I've got eggs. We could cook some eggs later. Just some eggs. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. You ever done this thing? We will probably do the episode at some point. Yeah. We've got a lot to catch up on. I know. It's been a minute. Um, where you take an egg and you shake the fuck out of it and then boil it and you get like a boiled scrambled egg. No. You get a golden egg. No. What? I saw it the other day. Really? Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. The part that scares me is shaking the egg. Yeah. I would be too concerned about my hand gripping it too tightly and just spraying raw egg everywhere because I cracked it. Yeah. You need to... I don't know. Well, I do know. I have I have had before um, teppanyaki where the guy sliced the top of it an uncooked egg off. Tiny whisk inside. Mm. And then put it on an egg cup, water around it and a cloche Dude, on I, top so it I steams f- it. I fucking love the teppanyaki. I'm going to cook all the shit in front of you. There's got to be one nearby. Crazy gymnastics. Yeah, I mean, there would be. We're in a city of five million people. There's bound to be one. I know we're talking a lot about food. This is not what this podcast is. Yeah, this is is not helpful. All right. Do you want to drop a train on them? Yes. Slash knowledge. Yeah. Uh, So we've got the time machine, the beer. Um, And now we're going to go by way of a time machine from fiction, that being the Back to the Future movie franchise um, which featured a heavily heavily modified DeLorean ah the old DMC 12 Uh, yes and that in fact DeLorean as a whole is our topic this week smashing as you know because I messaged you I know but I'm trying to maintain the air of the show so Mike what what are we talking about today yeah no because like I was so sure we had done an episode on or adjacent to DeLorean or time travel that I was like, nah, hey, is this safe? Can I do this? We've done plenty of car stuff. Yeah, that, that might, be, car nerds. might be what got me. Well, also, that other podcast that we both like, which is now finished, which means we're the only podcast left, Yes, um, did an episode oh. of DeLorean. Um, I was so excited to see that end because it was really fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dance. but it's also been like a month since I wrote these notes. So you and I are both going to be be like that's fresh learning new things yeah. today let's go through the blender um, also side note do you remember no you, you you ran up to me at gab's and told me you'd met the beer healer yeah <laughs> yeah i was thinking about it the other day <laughs> he looks terrified because you apparently, i was so drunk what you said to me is that you'd told him hi i'm from the worst beer podcast did you tell them what the podcast is actually called? Probably not. You piece of shit. Well, because for me, I know who he is. Mm. And I think it's funny that we're the worst beer podcast in Australia. So what happened was I was steaming, charged up to him and yelled this at him. And he was like, uh, 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 Yeah, I bet you are with vocal <laughs> technique like that. <laughs> what else would you think? Fucking so good. Poor uh, bastard. Yes. He seems very nice. Yes, but... <laughs> To get us back on track after I did that. Um, yes, today, today, this week, this episode, we're looking at DMC, DeLorean, and the man behind the company behind the car. Because, mm. boy, there's a lot to go through. Oh, Jay-Z. Uh, yes. In fact, John Zachary DeLorean. Having uh, a middle name of Zed just makes you yeah. immediately cooler. Yeah. If, if only it was just Zed. Like... I, like, like Homer uh, J. Simpson. In all fairness, I didn't know it was Zachary. Mm. I've only ever known him as John Z. DeLorean. Yeah. Uh, born in Detroit, Michigan in 1925 Loves to it. Romanian and Hungarian immigrant parents. Wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, right. The name DeLorean. Yeah. Uh, growing up, displayed aptitude for electrical engineering, uh, moving into the Cass Technical High School, which apparently is a thing 
in I guess America where like you can go to a specific high school because you're good at shit yeah yeah they do magnet schools as well which yeah. I forget what they do magnets I don't know how they work so. no no one does um, and then later attending the Lawrence <laughs> Institute of Technology it's a joke from what 2008 yeah <laughs> fuck shout out to my juggalo friends I guess you all seem quite nice yeah uh, secret Christians um <laughs> You remember that? ICP came out and we're actually like, actually, we're super Christian. All of this was a metaphor. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like, I wonder if I could do Juggalos were secret Christians, like secret boss. Do an episode on ICP. There is a beer company called Clown Shoes. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Okay, so. Jay-Z uh, studied industrial engineering and <laughs> Jay-Z. He... Sorry, really? He was like, what? Yeah, no. John Dude, Z. DeLorean uh, studied industrial engineering and he studied the absolute shit out of it. Uh, after a brief stint where he got drafted into World War II, um, he finished those studies and began working part-time at Chrysler and a local body shop. Um, oh, part-time. I was like, how the fuck did he manage that? Like, he oh, had part-time, two yeah. part-time jobs. Fair play. Yeah. Bloody boomers. I know. After finishing those studies, you'd think he would dive headfirst into the automotive industry. But no. Uh, He first sold life insurance, targeting engineers and selling, apparently, quote, about $850,000 worth of policies in 10 months. Yeah, shit. So he's just good at stuff. And that's in, like, the late 1940s. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Before working for the very helpfully named... Factory Equipment Corporation. <laughs> you know, sometimes you see someone, it's just exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. But then also you see someone that's just like, I'm none the wiser. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. It's just, I, I read that and I was like, surely that's a joke. It's like when you find out that Acme's a real company, you just like, <laughs> right. I, I guess they just oh, make everything. What, oh, what's the name of Homer Simpson's internet company? Oh, Comic Global Hub Megan. Thank you. I knew you'd remember it. <laughs> Come on, I need, I need a cutting, what is it? A, a, a sharp uh, tech forward name like Cutcore or Interslice. <laughs> How Interslice. about Comic Global Hyper Meganet? <laughs> I, I want to use Interslice for something. That's real good. Yeah, I'll let you register it later. Yeah, I'm Interslice. <laughs> fuck um so uh he's at the factory equipment corporation he made a bunch of money in what was for him boring jobs before returning to work for chrysler in 1952 yeah fair enough yeah um big mood yeah he was there for less than a year before being offered a job with packard motor company mm-hmm. uh now defunct. In 1953 for at the time fourteen thousand us dollars a year Jesus uh, Christ, that would have been fucking huge. In 2021, that's about $141,000 salary. Fucking hellfire. Yeah. Uh, Packard, Packard went through a fairly tumultuous few years. Not his yeah. fault, mind you. It's just bad timing that he joined when he did. Uh, and in 1956, Oliver K. Kelly, everyone's got these wicked middle names that they initialize. Mm. I like it. Um, Vice President of Engineering at General Motors office, offered John DeLorean a job. He basically said... Uh, pick one of our five divisions and you can have a job there, uh, which he did uh, with a salary of $16,000, moving up to about 159000 in Sick. last year's money, uh, and a bonus program. He went to work for the Pontiac division of General Motors. Error. No. Actually, at the time, yeah. good, but uh, now yeah. error. Yeah. He was heavily involved in the creation of the Pontiac GTO. I was going to say. Quite possibly the car that kicked off the whole muscle car thing, as it turns out. Yeah, and 
one of the coolest looking cars yeah, ever. Yeah, the, the first gen GTOs, man. Holy shit. So pretty. Uh, the name GTO God, was actually DeLorean's idea, which is borrowed from the Italian. It stands for Gran Turismo Omologato. Oh. Okay. Or Gran Tura Homologated, which is basically we want to make a race car, which means we have to make like 500 of them as a production model people can just buy. Isn't that a fucking mad rule? Because yeah. what it's saying is listen, we know you could make a race car that is absolutely well, fucking that, that's, bananas. That's what Le Mans is. It's just all prototype bullshit. Yeah, and F1 to an extent. Yeah. But, so instead, they're just like, listen, we know you could make a race car that's absolutely batshit bananas insane. Yeah. So to stop you from going too mad, make one that's almost that yeah. and then sell it to the public. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to cross a very low number before you can race it. <laughs> this is like the, so, a, so then, the reason you own your car. Well, a little bit. It's a race car. Uh, my, mine, mine is only like one of five hundred for the country because it's a limited edition. No, but it's a homologue. I think the original. Race car, isn't I it? think the original Focus RS was probably it's a rally that. Car. Yeah. Um, but I mean, buying it a few years ago, it's just like, yeah, it's the RS. People want a fun car, so they buy yeah, one. Yeah, it, it grew into its own it's, thing. It's not like a fucking top end Porsche or something that's two hundred grand. Well, this is why the um, the Ford RS two hundred and mm. like the Audi Quattro and no Lancia Stratos oh, yeah, like exist. Rally, yeah, the, fucking the rally monsters. thing that lasted two years and killed just about forty people. Just about everybody that tried it. <laughs> Dude, group B rally is insane. Went to watch it as well. Oh god, god it was fucking horrible. God, I need to. I need to go back and watch that because like nowadays you look at motorsport and it's like everything is super safe and this is like which I get people standing on the side of the road as a literal cannon rockets past dude rally is still like that we can go watch live rally in Victoria Mm. why are we not doing that right now well we should just buy a rally cross car yes anyway Pontiac GTO Um, DeLorean became so well known for what turned out to be a very successful uh, Pontiac GTO that in 1965 he was promoted to the head of the Pontiac division. Oh, shit. Making him the youngest I mean, division oh, head in company history at the time. Damn. Yeah. I don't have... I, I should have written down how old he was. I think he was in his 40s. I was going to say, like, I, I missed that bit. So, yeah, let's just go. He was at nine. <laughs> he, he was born on a, on a February 29. <laughs> <laughs> Good. He actually was nine. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> incorrect um so yeah he's, he's moving up in the sort of more corporate side of gm uh and starting to struggle with executive bullshit yeah uh finding that the gm division heads were too, both brother well, the, the gm division heads were too competitive for his liking uh but it kind of makes sense when you think about how big gm was and still is yeah they yeah. had multiple divisions all creating muscle cars at the same time and yeah, they wanted they them fighting all for to, each other's lunch. yeah they wanted them all to be successful obviously um you have what Pontiac, Chevrolet, um, Buick, I think, and a couple of others. Yeah, and then there's ones that just kind of don't exist anymore. Um, yeah. So you had things like oh, Oldsmobile. Was that there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know if like Studebaker ever went under them. I think Studebaker was probably defunct. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're all essentially all making things, the same car. Yeah. And trying to compete with each other when they're all owned by the same people. Yeah, it's almost like GM's a clusterfuck. Yeah, a little bit. Um, where was I up to? Imagine Vauxhall in the middle of that. Yeah. We've made the Nova. <laughs> Although the Chevy Nova was actually a muscle car back in the day. Yeah, but I'm sure they weren't the same. <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> uh, so John continued to lead Pontiac to success during his time as division head. 
uh, including keeping Pontiac highly profitable, even as GM's revenue was on the decline. So, again, John just very good at what he does. Yeah, a bit of a Midas touch. Yeah. Uh, his fame also grew, which he certainly embraced, traveling around the world to promote Pontiac and building his image as a bit of a bad boy executive type. Do you know what? I just imagine him as a bit of like a uh, ginormous balls driver as well. I reckon that like... Uh, he's he, probably insane. Yeah. yeah. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing Jay-Z getting behind the, the, the wheel of a, a GTO when they first came out. Like, all right, let me... Let me put this thing to its paces. Let me show you how it's done, boys. Fucking ranks it around a track and yeah. comes back and takes the keys out, throws them to a nearby mechanic. He's like, it'll do. Yeah. And everyone's just like, Ooh. Yeah. Or like, or like oh, you know, the, the first test run, he's out there driving and he just throws the keys back. He's like, shit's fucked. Yeah. It's like, it's going to need some new tires. Yeah. Yeah. What but his, uh, his image was that of uh, long sideburns and unbuttoned shirts just rowing around being a fucking lad. He's Don Manningly. Who? Trim those sideburns. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Got me. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. We've got a uh, quota to meet. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, so, moving up to 1969, he was to lead the Chevrolet division, GM's, GM's flagship brand. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, with an annual salary of $200,000 uh, in 2021 money, 1.5 mil. Wait, sorry, two hundred thousand then. Yeah, hold my yeah. dick. Uh, with yearly bonuses up to double that amount on top. Effing Christ! Hey man, he's good at it, and they want to keep him. I suppose he is basically a CEO at this point. Yeah, so yeah, he's in charge of out. Chevrolet. Yeah, and uh, at the time, it wasn't like Chevy now, where it's just like, right, who can we get in to stem the blood loss? Yeah, yeah. This was like back when muscle cars were the thing to have. Yeah, before the oil crisis of the eighties. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he continued his uh, sort of bad boy businessman ways, um, but it's 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 more that the other executives at GM just didn't really like him not being a stuffy suit and tie kind of guy. Okay. Um, they were business suckers. Dude, it sounds like he was just living the sickest life. Yeah, he um, sounds rad. He he became a limited partner in both the San Diego Chargers and the New York Yankees. <laughs> My word. Yeah. He began hanging out with celebrities and becoming one himself through, I guess, osmosis and proximity. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't really fit with uh, how the big boys in the GMHQ wanted a corporate businessman to behave. Um, Sucks to be them. Well, after yet another promotion, uh, the tension between his desires and GM's had reached a breaking point. Well, where could he go from head of Chevy? Uh, well, he resigned from GM in April of 1973. Alert. Yeah. I think I think he ended up like in charge of all of their automotive platform. Like he was basically oh, in charge like of full GM. Basically. General manager. There was some like big... Wait. <laughs> the GM of GM. GM squared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he left GM in 1973. Uh, speaking to the press about leaving GM, he said, mm. and I quote... I want to do things. <laughs> basically, uh, I want to do things in the social area. I have to do them, and unfortunately, the nature of our business just didn't permit me to do as much as I wanted. He makes it sound like he's starting Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I want to do things in the social area. Yeah, I want people to look at my face and tell me I'm pretty. Was he? I I, I didn't really look at pictures for this. Yes, oh, he was a very nice good. looking man. Yeah, again, in know. my head, he's like. Good looking. His hair's kind of getting long. Like he leaves GM. What he does is he takes his hair out and he's like shakes it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's big, got big ponytail. Yeah, kind of guy. he's got he's got a, a pretty decent porno stash at this point. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And the sideburns. Oof. Yeah, he do, really is Don Magnet. Do less. <laughs> uh, John was also pretty against the direction GM was heading in. 
uh, and and the fact that they were using rebates to sell cars. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's a whole program they were running that he super didn't like. Another class, another classic quote from uh, John Z. DeLorean. Before we get onto what we're really here for, uh, there's no forward response at General Motors to what the public wants today. A car should make people's eyes light up when they step into the showroom. Rebates are merely a way of convincing customers to buy bland cars they're not interested in. Brother, I I'm entirely on board with this yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I read this and I thought about the bright blue fucking performance hatchback I have in the garage. I was like, "Fuck yes, John." Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah. Like, people still want. There is still a market for cars people love, and mm. it's really hard to convince accounting parts yeah. of the companies. These <laughs> yes, things. but I always love it when a car company's like, like. <sighs> Fiat's not a good example because Italians do whatever the fuck they want mm. and it's awesome. But like when Honda were like, guess what? New NSX. And everyone was just like, Yeah, and Toyota's rad. like, Supra's back. Yeah. Because people are just like, you know what? Even if we lose money on it, we gotta. It's a good time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. God, I've got um, my hair standing on end thinking yeah. about it. I'm genuinely a bit excited. I mean, like, s- since we last recorded, my personalized license plates have come in. Oh, I forgot and, about and that. And they're on my car. Sick. It's so dumb, and I love it. Yeah. So if you <laughs> see anyone driving around with massive Jeb on their car, it's Mike. <laughs> Big knob. <laughs> Actually, that was taken. I had to go with medium knob. <laughs> Mad knob. Spelt with just an N. No, it's mid. Mid knob. This knob it just is sounds mid. like you're up mid shaft. Yeah, this, mid, this knob is mid. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm going mid lane with knob. Huh. <clears throat> now, mobile jokes definitely not got a big knob. Now, <laughs> carry on. We reach the story of the DeLorean Motor Company. Some fifty minutes into the show, fucking hell, don't recording. worry. I'm someone's going to get cut. <laughs> yes, uh, this is a biggie. Yeah, this is the reason he left General Motors. This is what he went to do. Um, the DMC DeLorean, or the, that's the official name of the car, by the way. The DMC 12 was an internal code name was it yeah and i'll go into where that comes from um but the dmc delorean the official name of the car or delorean motor company delorean uh <laughs> that we know from back to the future was the only company only car the company ever actually produced i really like the idea of me calling johnny motor cars johnny basically is yeah yeah uh so if you haven't seen it here's a brief description it is a two-door two-seat sports car with a body designed by Etel design um people that have worked on Ferraris and the like. Yeah. They're, uh, they're a fantastic sort of coach and, builder. And built using stainless steel and gullwing doors. Mm. Um, it's just... If you don't know what a DeLorean looks like, that's insane. You need to go and Google that now. Yeah, I mean, in saying that, I don't know if I've seen all the Back to the Future movies. There's only three of them. I know. It's good. Yeah. I, I know that I've seen the first one. But, but it, I mean, that movie aside, like that car is iconic. To car people. No, because it's, it's of that only, movie. Yeah, it, because it, of that is, movie. it is yeah. culturally iconic, though, yeah. as a result. But like, it doesn't show up anywhere else, except in car video games, which we play, but not a lot of people do. It's true, but like, that car is it, it yeah. itself iconic because of yes. A, this story, B, yes. the madness that that car is, and C, Back to the Future, like between yeah. the three. Yes. Uh, but that's all powered by a V6 engine, which was built by Peugeot, Renault, and Volvo together, mm. uh, and assembled in a factory in Northern Ireland, it's all a pretty fucking ridiculous concept. It's wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we can cut this bit if you're going to go into it, but mm. what year is this? Uh, well, he left GM in 1973, so I think like within a couple of years of that. Yeah, mid-70s. Yeah. Northern Ireland. 
Oh, the Troubles. Peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> we did an episode on the Troubles. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Um, just like, can you imagine the conversation of uh, the lads just being like, uh, come build over here. It's absolutely safe. Don't worry. <laughs> and he's like, well, these guys seem seem to know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's like, and it seems to be very well armed, uh, uh, guarded around <laughs> well here. Well protected, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of men with guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you mentioned the DMC-12. So internally and then later externally, because it's quite quite a catchy name, uh, the car was known as DMC-12, uh, with the 12 being a reference to the initial... Horsepower. In, initial intended list price of $12,000. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It didn't end up costing that much, but we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, so that European potluck of an engine was a 2.85 liter V6 capable of 130 horsepower. Which, and if people don't know anything about cars... 207 newton meters of torque. Well, if people don't know much about cars... It ain't much. Not a lot. No. What was the... like? So the GTO that he was working on at the time would have been double that Maybe. 20 years earlier? Maybe, but... Our, there's something about American muscle engines that the horsepower is not huge, but somehow they crank a lot out of them. I can I can tell you why that is not on mic because yeah. it's not interesting. No, um, but it's also not a lot of power considering it's moving a ton of steel around. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't very powerful compared to the engines he was using back in America. Mm. It was smaller. Yeah, it was made by a French car company. Yeah, and Volvo admittedly. Yeah, and it was pushing a stainless steel car around. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking nuts. Anyway. It's quite the recipe. Um, so the DeLorean Motor Company experienced a number of little failures and setbacks along the way to producing this very silly car. Uh, initially, production was uh, scheduled to begin in 1979, but after delays and costs blowing out, it didn't start until the end of 1980. The first production DeLorean was completed on January 21st, 1981. Mm -hmm. uh, and while all that was going on, the US was dealing with a recession quality yeah take that that was around the oil crisis wasn't it yeah I, I i don't know if they're necessarily the the same event but there was a lot going on in the in the sort of early 80s hades was uh it's quite a time Whew. um yeah take that and pair it with the car being met with some less than favorable reviews and you said, take that i thought you meant the band no, i was no. like i don't even know what they're gonna do with it take that bought four um <laughs> and basically they they had trouble moving many of the DeLoreans by february of 1982 so a year after the first one rolled off the line uh, about 7,000 had been built, but less than half of that had been sold. Which, if that sounds like a, a sort of confusingly vague number, mm. in some time around the early to mid-2000s, let's call it around 2003, mm -hmm. 2004, the Toyota Corolla at the time had sold about 40 million. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I know it's a little bit of a different car. I would describe them as incredibly different. Yeah. Probably the, roughly the same power to weight. Yeah, but also, but, like, they intended this initially to cost 12 grand. Yeah, they like, wanted it to it's be... Not that expensive. No, exactly. But they wanted it to be, uh, for want of a better word, an affordable sports car. Mm. Yes, which is why they went with steel. Um, so they had estimated that in order to break even, they'd need to sell about, well, between uh, ten to 12,000. And <laughs> it was just not going to happen. By the end of 1982, DMC had gone bankrupt resulting in 2,500 jobs lost and over $100 million of investment money down the toilet. Mm. Now, there are plenty of tales of failed car manufacturers like this out there. However, the John, the, the story of John Z. DeLorean, uh, John Z. DeLorean? I prefer Z, yeah, personally. Z, it's more impactful. It's uh, also the English version. 
Yes. Uh, his story is not over. It doesn't end there. No. Enter James Timothy Hoffman. In 1981. Oh, Jimmy T. Yeah, Jimmy T. Uh, in 1981, Hoffman received a federal cocaine trafficking charge. And at this time, in 1982, uh, was still awaiting trial. Hoffman was hoping to work out a reduced sentence for his crimes, as anyone would be. Uh, so turned informant for the FBI. Snitch. <laughs> we call them snitches. Yes. Uh, and as it, do you know what happens to them? They get stitches. They get stitches. Yes. Uh, as it turns out, uh, he was actually a former neighbor of DeLorean. I thought you were going to say a former Nazi for some reason. <laughs> um, it could be. Uh, Hoffman had told his FBI superiors that DeLorean had asked him about setting up a cocaine deal as he was facing financial troubles and admitted that he needed about $17 million pretty quickly to avoid DMC becoming insolvent. Do you know what? Like, at various times in my life, I've been like, I kind of need cash. Is there mm. a hustle I can set up? Yeah. Like, can I sell some things I own? Or yeah. even like, can I make a quick buck? Not a sustainable, mm. but quick buck. Mm. And... It's right, it's just the front door. Jesus, let's get the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, and even, you know, could I deal some drugs or something and make some money? Hmm. I didn't, Mum. No. Um, I've never thought, can I make a quick 17 <laughs> mil? I know. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, this arrangement turned into a recorded sting operation where undercover agents got him on tape, agreeing to finance a cocaine smuggling operation. They set him up with 27 kilos of cocaine in an LA hotel after he arrived from New York, crossing state lines, making it a federal crime, uh, with DeLorean acting as the financier to a scheme to sell 100 kilos of cocaine, estimated at 24 mil dollars. That sucks so much. That's such, like, entrapment. We're, yeah, well, we're, you put the cart before the horse with that one. Oh, sorry. On October 19, 1982, John DeLorean was charged with trafficking cocaine with the biggest of howevers Hoffman had kind of fucked the whole thing up. DeLorean's lawyers were able to prove that Hoffman had made the first call and initiated the arrangement with DeLorean, uh, meaning that they successfully defended this as a case of police entrapment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Get fucked, FBI. Yeah. Uh, DeLorean was found not guilty in August of 1984, uh, but by then, DMC was well and truly finished and his reputation was fucked. Like, it's, it's hard to come back from that. The John it takes, Romero of our story. Yeah, again. Like it takes so long to figure that out that yeah. the damage is done, right? In the years following all of that, he tried a few things, including filing a, paint, a patent for a raised monorail transport that went nowhere. Monorail. Monorail. Lovely. Also, yes. I like the phrase went nowhere because it really does sound like it's, it's a just monorail. sat in the train yeah. station. <laughs> just doing laps. Uh, he was planning to relaunch his car company to build a new car called the DMC2 and bank bankrolling that by selling high-end watches online under the name DeLorean Time. Uh, and finally, the DMC name being purchased by a Texas company who provide parts and restoration for DeLoreans. I would buy a watch called DeLorean Time for yeah. the irony. Yeah. I have, have also, um, I think recently because I was researching DeLorean, mm -hmm. uh, keep getting algorithmically targeted ads for like, there's a DeLorean brand that wants to make an electric car and yeah. there's something to do with his estate not being super stoked about them using the name. I don't know. I didn't look into it because that happened after I wrote all this. <laughs> Dog him. Yeah, it's fine. Um, John DeLorean passed away in 2005 at the age of 80, falling victim to a stroke. He was a brilliant engineer and from the sounds of things, an absolute fucking legend. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, we're covering yet another absolute lad. Yes. Um, yeah. Fair play. Yeah. He's a man who had a dream. It was a bit of a mad dream. 
Yeah. And in all, and a in stainless all fairness, steel sports car. Yeah. Who does that? And in all fairness, of a man with his engineering experience background he and should prowess, have known better. Should have known better that that is a piece of shit car. Or just put a bigger engine in it. Well, they've... Right. Do you, so, you said you've not seen all... Excuse me, all about the features. Yeah. I'm familiar with what they do to the car. Do you know the... They make it go fast. 88 miles an hour. That's not fast for a no, start. <laughs> You're thinking of a different film. Um... Sonic the movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Gotta go fast. Anyway, do you know why they picked 88? No. It's the fastest the car would go. That's incredible. <laughs> Isn't it? Um, that sucks. It's piss week. Yeah. yeah, he'd like he should have known some of the thing the inherent problems with that car. Yeah. But I've seen one in yeah. the flesh. I've sat in one. Oh, cool. So in my hometown there is a car museum and they have just like a bunch of vintage cars and there's there's no real like rhyme or reason to their collection it's just what they're able to get what's been donated yeah. and they have a delorean that's very well maintained and let's be honest there's nothing like it oh dude they're it's striking yes you see and, and like the, it's like brushed stainless steel so it doesn't really like reflect the light the way that you expect it to yeah and it's all angles it's like it was designed by someone who only had a ruler yeah um and the gold wing doors like in the museum the the doors are just up and you just climb into it take a photo move on yeah. um this, this it's just sick yeah there's, there's there's something of the ferrari dino of the era yeah. about it and there's something of the mondial about it and like because it's that similar era but there was nothing nothing quite like it yeah. like it's just it's a man who had a mad dream yeah and it it's cool yeah it's like it's, it's a shame it's shite yeah it's one of the cars that every now and then you see someone doing like a conversion mod on it or like an, an electric conversion mod on them if you can find one that's still you know intact enough but like putting a big engine in them like yeah. i don't know if it's actually fun or safe to do that but mm-hmm. people have done it yeah <laughs> it's a bit of a laugh do you know what i find really interesting and they mentioned this on the other podcast is mm. that um some people have them painted yeah and they do look quite good as okay, well. Okay. Like, it's a bit of an unusual decision, but they look yeah, cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, shout out to John DeLorean. Yeah. What a lad. Johnny's Ed. What a, yeah. what, a, what, a, what a legend. Good man. If you could have any fictional... No, not necessarily fictional. If you could have a, uh, any car mm. from a movie franchise, Ooh. a movie, comma, franchise, comma, TV show, anything like that, what yeah. would you have? I think we've done this before. I thought you said the Batman Tumblr. I don't know what that's impractical as fuck. Yeah, like, I don't know why I thought you said that. Right. I think cool. I don't know. Like, there's there's some of the Aston Martins that have shown up in James Bond films that I really oh, like. Yeah. Like, not not because they're loaded with guns and shit, but just like some of those models are Swings really nice. Yeah, the like, old DB fives and stuff. Or even some of the more modern ones, like the Vantage and the Vanquish. Like, do you remember the BMW Z8 that they did in that? In, um, no, the world is not enough. Mm, Never no. took off. No shame. Yeah. Production car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm going to go Steve, the, 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 the Mustang from Bullet. Mm. Steve McQueen's Mustang is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Didn't they like make a Mustang that was a Bullet package? Like it had they, artwork. And... They, they tend to every time they yeah. sort of bring a Mustang out, they'll do a Bullet version. Yeah. It's yeah. the same color and it has the Bullet logo on it. Yeah. Or uh, It's quite cool. Gone in 60 seconds, the GT500. LNR. Yes. That is very it's nice. a hell of a car. Um, oh. The Volkswagen Jetta from Fast and the Furious Go 1. On. Dude, just <laughs> with, uh, do, with not floating o- brakes. do not open the door to the Fast and the Furious franchise because we will go another hour with me. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many cars in there. Such a the good. most cars, in fact. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like that original Supra, the orange oh, Supra. Yeah. Oof. With the TJZ. Oh, God. I like the uh, Skyline in the next one. Yeah. All right. What about like non Fast and Furious? A bit more fanciful, potentially. Okay. Ooh. So mm. Bond cars are good. Good Bond chance, cars are good. Um, I'm trying to think like other movies where cars feature prominently enough for me to have taken notice. That's not yeah, that, that's fair enough. They don't really do that anymore. Not anymore. Like, like unless you're National Fast and Furious Lampooned. or John or James Bond, John Bond, John, John Johnny Bond. Um, where are all these Johns? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think we've given some good ones there. Yeah, I, 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 I'd like a little sit around in a DeLorean. I think it'd be quite cool to yeah. go for a drive in a DeLorean. But, yeah, but like, it's one of the. I think that for me, one of the majestic things about it is those gullwing doors. Yeah, and when they're just so impractical. <laughs> Um, but when Mercedes brought out those SL sort of mm. refits, the yeah. SLS that had the gullwing doors, yeah, yeah, yeah. holy shit, that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know we don't like the man, but have you seen, you know, the Tesla Model X has the gullwing doors? Yes. Have you ever seen those properly? So someone no, brought but, one around but I, rem- once. I remember the way that they're designed is to like open, because they open up, like they open in a very compact way. Yeah. So they, they have loads like... Whatever I think of Elon Musk, and we all know it's well documented, um, those cars are incredibly smart. Like, mm. there is a lot of people with brains behind it. Those gullwing doors, they open using sensors. So if there's a car next to it, it opens right. more upwards. If there's a, a low roof, it opens and in like a yeah. folding way so it goes above, like yep. it flops into the top. Yeah. It's very smart. Yeah. So Ross, a friend of mine, works for Tesla. Right. And he brought one around to the office once. And he was <laughs> like, you stand here and you hold your arm here. And the door was like, yeah, right. uh, better avoid. And there could we you go. Could you like move your arm around and the door you, just like fucking wiggles? probably could, yeah. yeah. It was it, very impressive. Yeah. I remember when there's loads of those were going around for um, Ubers for a short while. Dude, fucking hang out in the suburb. You will see one within 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. Ugliest sin. Yeah, I do not but I, care for them. I think all Teslas are ugliest Yeah. They're just, they're bland cars at this point. Yeah. And the Cybertruck is John never Dorian coming. John would not like them. No, sir. No, sir. He would not. No. And on that note, I think it's time to say, follow us on the socials. We are at Hebrew Podcast on not LinkedIn. I don't need to. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. <laughs> I don't even look at my own LinkedIn. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. We're at Hebrew Podcast. Mike, where can they email us? Hmm. You timed that well. I was trying to have a drink because I did a lot of talking this episode. My beer is half gone. Sorry. And I went to apologize and had a mouthful of beer as well. Like, mm, mm. We're all fucked. Um, hello at heybrew.zone is the email address. Oh, you were doing that. I thought you were just starting. Hello. 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 Um, is it me you're looking for? No, it's oh, email. Oh, Frank Walker. No, yeah. That's also my default hello. It's yeah. hello. Uh, hello at heybrew.zone. Send us an email. Send us your favorite car from any kind of popular culture franchise or whatever. Yeah, if you've got a beer you want us to drink, send it to us. Well, send us the name of the beer. We, we can find it. Do both. Well, you can't send I mean, it. I mean, I meant you, send us what beer it is, not... download a beer. I would if oh, I could. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've downloaded beer before and then made it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, socials, email. What else do we cover? That's kind of Oh, it. leave us a rating or review. Oh, yeah. Um, you can find us on your podcast. Podcast yep. app of choice. 
Thank you. You can also now uh, leave us the best kind of rating or review, which is to tell a friend. Oh. Word of mouth is pretty <laughs> good. Completely lost. <laughs> I did that more to throw you off than anything else. Yeah, it really worked. Yeah. Tell a friend, tell a colleague, tell someone you don't like. Just test the waters with Haybrew. We are the litmus test for how good people are. <laughs> they either like us and are legends or don't like us and can fuck off. And that's our rating. Yeah. So the Hebrew seal, you, of, the Hebrew seal of approval. I'm a way, dickhead. If you don't hear this, we hate you, but you'll never know. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. You're not our kind of people if you don't listen to Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to a lot of people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just... Well, it's a good job we've got partners to talk to. Hey, I've got friends that listen to the show. Yeah. Everyone who listens to the show is my friend. I'll say that. Forever and always, that will be true. So I want to <laughs> make a reference to an old episode that mm. that was the, not quite, yeah, paraphrasing slightly, mm. that was the inscription on Jim Jones's dad's grave. What? Everybody in the world is my friend. Is it really? It's really sad. Aww. And also, because he was... This isn't a podcast. Anyway, <laughs> thanks very much for listening. Sorry it's been such a big break. Uh, I've been Elliot. I've been Mike. Cheers. Cheers. He was, yeah, he was not a, he was very much just a henpecked and abused man and, you know, his family didn't respect him and he had kind of shitty jobs and stuff Who like this. Jim and, Jones again? Of Jonestown. Oh, yeah. And we talked about yeah, him a little bit that. during the old, uh, what's it called? Heaven's Gate one. Yeah. We didn't do Jonestown, did we? No. No, we just talked about it during Heaven's Gate. I remember looking at it and going, wow, that's fucking intense. Going to be difficult to make this fun. Oh, Kool-Aid beer. Well, let's make it happen. Yeah, then. well, yeah. If a Kool-Aid beer comes out, we are going to have to do Jonestown. I mean... There is definitely a Kool-Aid beer. Kool-Aid sour of some kind has yeah. to exist at this point. Sure. Can't do the Warhead sour because then it talks about ICBMs and no one wants to talk about... The Cold War is actually... No, I think that'd be pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, you could do something. Yeah. I mean, we've done I, the Cold War already once, I did a twice. Whole, I did a whole episode on, here's a bunch of names of aeroplanes I think are cool and rad. Yeah. And we drank an 18% beer and just rattled them off. Man, that was first lockdown when I was still in St. Kilda. Yeah. yeah. I moved twice since then. Yeah. Don't know why I told you that bit. That's not really relevant. But I did. Yeah.